This is a show about content marketing for established course creators. Unlike other shows about marketing, we focus on sustainable, measurable content creation. How to authentically automate your marketing to build up your know, like, and trust factor with a nurtured, engaged audience. And get back to actually living your life instead of working to live. Hey, hey, friends. I am so excited about today's episode. It's been a while since I had a guest on the No Like and Trust show, and the reason for that is is good. It's great, actually. I've been redefining and reformulating some of my own business messaging, and it was time for me to show a little bit of that to all of you, my friends, and people who are interested in doing content for good, who sell from a place of service, who are in this business for the long haul, right? And that kind of leads us right into our next topic. And before I introduce our guest, Julia McCoy, I want to tell you about something that just happened this morning. Now, I normally record intros and outros to guest shows like this the same day that I record the interview because I want to be fresh. I want to make sure I give you guys my my insights, everything that's going on that's super relevant to that particular interview. But I forgot this time. And that is a good thing because I was on a group call with a program that I am in right now this morning. And one of the other attendees basically said, I know I should be doing reels, but I hate them. I just hate them. I mean, you know, if someone had seen me doing one of these two years ago, they would have laughed at me in my face. And I can create content for all the other people, but I hate this. And if you are feeling very seen from that particular statement, uh, don't worry, you're in good company. I know a lot of people feel that way. And this is the deal, right? any kind of marketing, any kind of content creation, they're all just one tactic to accomplish, hopefully, the same goal. And if you don't like one tactic, there are other tactics that you can use. And we'll be covering a lot of those on the show. We've already covered quite a few. And we have you covered there. So with all of that said, I want to introduce Julia McCoy. She's going to be talking about how short-form content is shorting your business. Julia is the founder of Content Hacker. She's a seven times author, and she's a leading strategist around creating exceptional content and brand presence that lasts online. At 19 years old, she used her last $75 to build a seven-figure writing agency, which she sold 10 years later. So with that said, Julia just finished a year-long study, and when I saw the results, I asked her to come onto the show. I reached out because this is information, this is actual data regarding different kinds of content that you can produce, and how it worked out for her business. Does that mean it's exactly how it's going to work out for every business? Of course not. But that is the whole point. We are all unique individuals. We don't fit in the same box as everyone else. So let's dive in and listen to what Julia has to say about short form versus long form content. All right, Julia, I'm so excited for this conversation. (laughs) I'm so excited to chat with you, Brittany. This is going to be super fun. And the reason I asked you to come onto the show specifically is I've had a lot of thoughts roaming around in my head and you actually took some of those thoughts and created a year long study out of it. So I am being incredibly selfish here because I did not take the time to do a year long study on some of my ideas and you basically did it. So I'm inviting you here so that we can talk a little bit about your study on short format content versus long format content and what's actually worked and not worked over the course of the last year. Love it. Yes. Well, Content Hacker and what I do there, we study things all the time. So it was very natural to do a study. And I love how much it's helped back up people like you that have already been saying these things 
kudos to you for helping guide your clients in the right direction. So any light I can share is very exciting to me. And I, th- I think we probably come at this from a very similar approach, if if I'm reading between lines correctly, because I genuinely like to kind of test things out. I like playing with things. I like puzzles. Just last night, I was talking with my sister and my mom gave all of us girls like a cash Christmas gift this year. But my sister, who actually lives nearby her, received it in like a wood and plexiglass puzzle box and they had to like work for it. And my sister was telling me about this and I was super jealous because that would have been so fun. So when I say I like testing and puzzles, I I really do. It's a fun thing for me. I think for you, it's the same way. If you're going to talk about something, you want to be able to know the ins and outs of it before you start talking about it. Yes, absolutely. And I write books, you know, I'm on my seventh book now. So early in the beginning, I was writing books on, okay, how do you write? How do you write content in a way that grows the business? There wasn't a lot of practical training. So it was natural for me, you know, we did we did over 40,000 content projects in my writing agency. So we had material to write and speak from. So when I got clients asking, how do you know how to do this? It was natural for me to just almost create an arm of my company where we study, we research, we put together content, we help train other people on this because it's such a big topic. How do I create content and how does that content profitably grow my business? Absolutely. Because there's a lot of templates out there, shall we say. Um, but there's there's not a lot of like actual how-to. Yeah, so true. Or it's like the template was created by a coach just trying to make some money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's definitely a lot of that going on. <laughs> like when it comes to short format content, I mean, as someone who does not naturally lend herself that way, because that's that's not like my natural skill set is soundbite marketing. I'm more of the long format, like, let's talk about this. Let's have a discussion about it and and all that. So the short format templates I've seen out there have actually been beneficial to someone like me who does not naturally kind of move in there. So I I do appreciate that. And I know that from the study that you published, you tested out quite a few different ways for creating short format content. So will you start just there and tell us a little bit about your approach to including short format content into your plan? Yes, yes. So the study came from a place of I was just being asked so often by the people that I mentor and teach at the content hacker. Well, what do you think of short form content, Julia? Do reels work? Do does TikTok could that grow my business? And some of these people had already been doing it and really weren't seeing a lot of results, or they were seeing some, but it wasn't carrying them as far as where they wanted. So naturally being asked that, I was like, okay, well, let me really put short form to the test. And I'd been on Instagram for years, but had I done reels every day, week? No, I hadn't. So I was like, let's really do this. So I, you know, whenever you start creating something, you always want to model after who's doing it the best. At least that's how I like to think, because I want to be the best at what I do. So I went and studied and, you know, people like Alex Formosi came to mind. People are doing short form content that's that soundbite material that's very effective and like capturing you almost like a hook. And then they pull you into their ecosphere. So we tested that. We hired two different producers to create. They put little GIFs on the short form video along with the text. They colored the text in different ways to do that same like attention grabbing hook style. And then we also did the DIY where we went to the app store and found some apps that allow you to create subtitles for your own videos. And there was a few really good apps that were like 30 bucks for a year. 
that I found that were amazing, gave those apps some shout outs. And you can actually create short form content and not pay a lot of money, which is, I think, attractive to a lot of startups, a lot of people that don't have the funds or don't think they do. Sometimes you're like, you got to put in the investment to get the ROI. So it's easy to go that route whenever it feels like the tool is really cheap. But it was interesting what we saw with short form content in the end, and we published a study, the one you've been referencing, which you can see at contenthacker.com forward slash length, and that will redirect you to the study. But what we found is, you know, in short, all of that short form content did very little besides views. So we had over a quarter of a million views from 300 videos inside of a year. We never went viral necessarily. We had one video hit like 10,000 plus but um, those views never converted to anything more than just viral measures. And those, you know, the hearts and what I call like the dopamine hit that you get whenever you're seeing reactions yep. <laughs> to your content. You don't get that with long form. You don't get the hearts and the views and the likes. So we stayed very consistent at publishing our long form content. And it was interesting because what we saw there we did less than half the amount of content. So we did 316 short form videos. And on the long form side, we did 48 blogs, 50 emails, and then only 12 YouTube videos for that whole year. But from that side, we had over 60 ideal customers and over 200,000 in sales. And then when I look at the actual sales that came from the short form videos, we had one customer at $2,500 who wanted a refund. <laughs> <laughs> this person 75% of their money because they didn't have the right expectations. And you know, when somebody's like that, and they're just fighting you tooth and else, it's easier to give them your money, their money back, which is not like, it's, it's a kind thing to do, I think, because there's contracts in place. But anyway, we did that. And then we had a prospect who's like still out there considering. So the results just speak for themselves. When we look at the actual sales generated from those two types of content, it's unreal. Yeah, unreal is definitely a good, a good moniker there. When I first saw this, and shout out to my friend Chrissy Reese, who shared it on Facebook, and that's why I saw it. But when I first saw it, I was like, that 100% lines up with the anecdotal things I've heard. It also lines up with the few data points I actually have from my own business and from a few of my clients' businesses as well. And I actually did have a short format video on Instagram Reels go semi-viral. It hit over 25,000 views. And I was like really curious. That one I particularly approached from a place of curiosity. And I was like, okay, it was a video that was actually message driven. It wasn't just like something funny I did that happened to take off. It was actually a key part of the messaging I put out there. So I was happy about it, right? It was like, I was like, oh, the right one actually went viral, right? But I looked at people who were liking it and they were largely made up sounding names. I'm not saying they were made up people. I'm not saying it was all bots. That's not what I'm saying. But it was like Instagram accounts that had like, you know, Lee7894 as like the username. And I'm like, that's that's not a business owner trying to use Instagram to further their business. It got put in front of them. They they liked it. I mean, thanks, I guess, <laughs> you know, but they're not, they're not actually my target audience. They're not my target client. And then I spent probably far too long, like hours looking at all the different people who engaged with it. And I couldn't find a single ideal client in the mix other than people who already followed me who happened to see it. And because it did go viral, it got put in front of those people a little more often, right? 
And I was just looking at that and I was like, this was the right video to take off. This was the one that actually does further the message that I want out there that you have to make, measure and multiply your content to really be able to lean on it effectively. And it still didn't do anything for my business. So when I saw your study, which was maybe a month and a half after this happened to me, I was like, okay, it's not just me. It's not that I'm doing something wrong. It's setting up that dopamine hit is setting people up to just keep scrolling. Yes. Well, even now there's a new feature on the reels. I don't, you've probably seen it where the reel next to yours, the one you're watching is like bouncing up right below it. Yeah. Yeah. Right like, at the end there. Right. Uh-huh. Okay, come on, let's keep swiping. Like what next? Is it just going to like swipe for you? <laughs> there's like no way to land on that person's business anymore. It's not being facilitated on any of these short form platforms, TikTok, you know, Instagram reels, you name it. It's the same scenario. It's just, are you encouraged to go visit their business? No, you're not. Why? It's not their, not that business owner's platform. It's Instagram. Exactly. When they had stories as like the the new hot thing and when stories were really doing well on Instagram, you know, it was really easy to just go click on that person's profile up in the upper corner. They don't do that as easily with, with reels and TikTok. I find it's, I'm not as, as familiar with TikTok personally, but uh, I find it's even more difficult to navigate their profile to actually like get to see what that other person's been producing regularly. Yes. Yes. And the audience, like what you just shared when you saw your Instagram reel go viral and you studied the audience, which is so smart. We have to like, look at, okay, the 12, 25,000 is great, but let's look at these people. You know, more people need to do that. Shout out to you. But whenever I got on TikTok and started sharing some of my short form there, the message that I share is sustainability through long form content, through content strategy and marketing. And whenever I was sharing that message there, I just got questions from people that might've been in the target audience. They looked pretty legit, you know, and I think TikTok, you can kind of reach people like the reach is pretty good, but the questions were just, I could tell they weren't ever going to take the next step to learn about me because it was just like, well, uh, why are you questioning short form on a platform where, you know, we're all doing short form. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a bit, I don't want to call it hypocritical because I know how you like, you know, started this whole process, but it, it probably feels a little bit like that to people. Yes. Yes. And I'm like, well, I'm trying, I'm trying to share that there's a better way. And yes, I'm using these platforms to do so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's a little bit of like, you know, high school history teacher vibes going on there. <laughs> like, don't make these mistakes, you know, <laughs> but I like that you did it anyway. And um, I do have a question for you. I know that you, you know, gave the stats on how many long format um, things you did. I think 48 blogs, uh, 50 emails and a few like once a month YouTubes. Is that what you said? Yes. Right. So from those like once a month or so like YouTube videos, were you pulling clips from those doing it in that like highly produced way? Like, you, you know, I know you mentioned Alex Hermosi or were most of your short format videos different content than what you were actually producing for your long form? Yeah, that's a great question. We did a 50-50. So 50% was repurposed straight from my YouTube videos, because like, that's also the model. If you look at a lot of creators that are at the top, they're repurposing. So it's a great model to use for your short form. So we did that. And then we did some original, like just 60 second thoughts in a nutshell. And it was interesting because the original thoughts that we nutshelled, and it was just me sharing a thought 60 seconds and it starts and it finishes. So it was very clearly generated just for that video. 
So those did better than the ones that were repurposed from our long form pieces. But still, like still after a year, 300 of these, look at the clients, like we only had one and they wanted a refund. <laughs> yeah, I can't say it was still beneficial, even though it had the results, you know, in that dopamine hit of likes and comments, but did they go any further? No, it didn't. It's interesting. So, you know, like, like you said, I had that one that went pretty, pretty good viral. And then I had, you know, some, I've had other ones that, that get good numbers, you know, more than the, you know, 250 views. Right. But it's so funny because I know what I teach, which is there are vanity metrics and then there are lead generating metrics. And I, I'm very clear on this mm. and I still felt myself getting sucked into the, look how many likes this got. Yeah. You know, like I know better and I was still feeling that. So it, it's interesting I mean, I know you, you were mentioning, you know, the dopamine hit that people got and all of that, but one customer who you mostly refunded <laughs> for all of that work, that's got to sting just a little bit. Yes. Oh yeah. Well, you know, it was a coaching program that had been mostly built out. So thankfully it wasn't us like doing a service for her. Otherwise I think I would have fought a little harder because that's just <laughs> yeah. not uh-uh. But she was in it. And it was interesting because this coaching program teaches you how to create sustainable wealth through a business that you own and grow yourself. So in the first month, the, the thing she was sharing, like on our live calls, and no shame to her, like no hate to her, but in the call itself, she was sharing, oh, I, I will be able to generate some money pretty quickly using this method, right? And, you know, and there was a little bit of dead silence, like that's not what anyone else was there for. So it was just really interesting that the person that came from that short form video was not at all aligned with the leads we get from relationship building, long form content. Like it's just a much better mindset that they come in with. Like, oh, I have to put in the work. I have to put in the time to see success. And it was like that person from short form video was like, well, I don't have to put in the time. I can just quickly make this method work and make some money. Right. And we're all here to get rich. Right. <laughs> she wanted like, short time oh. results too. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's well said from short form content, short time results. There's something to be said for that. And I think you kind of briefly mentioned it. You were talking about how, when you decided to start making videos just for short form content, you used a few apps. I mean, I know I've heard of a few as well. I think their low entry fee, low price point makes it really easy for people to, you know, grab them. But it also kind of feeds into that whole short time, short form thing, right? So they're producing short form content. It's easier than producing a well-researched, well-thought-out, opinionated blog post or video or podcast episode, right? Because it's easier, people do more of it. Because people do more of it, it's getting more views. Because it's getting more views, they have the feeling that it's working well. And because it's working well, they're going to go ahead and put more time into it and so on and so forth. And it's almost this self-perpetuating cycle, a feedback loop that feels good the whole time until you actually start looking at the numbers. Yes, that's I couldn't say that any better. That's exactly what's happening. And it's crazy because, you know, I've even coached some of these people that have told me, oh, my coach before you that I hired a month or a year ago told me to do Instagram for a year and commit to only that. And then they come to me after a year of that. And they're like, it didn't get me anywhere near what I was hoping. <laughs> like it did not get me anywhere close to my objective. So like if your goal is to build industry authority to really get known for what it is you want to do, 
Like if that's your goal, like short form, it's not going to get you there because it's just not a vehicle for building trust. It's a 60 second clip and people like I get these all the time on mine. People really question and they doubt and they're like, well, because you're left with more questions after 60 seconds of opinion, <laughs> like there's no way all your questions are answered. Whereas in a long blog post, like if you're doing 2000, 3000 words, you can cover and answer so many questions that they would have. And then by the time they get to the end of it, they're much more likely to be a really well-qualified lead. So that 60 second vehicle is just, if you, even if you stacked a lot of them, like you really have to ask yourself, well, what's the purpose? Am I just after the virality? Am I just after that? And am I just doing this as a hobby? You know, if so, like, that's great. But if you're doing it to grow a business, like there's definitely a trap there. You have to be super careful. There's something you said in there that I latched onto and then lost a little bit, but, but what you ended up with that you have to be careful. And I think that's the lesson I took from your study the most, which is, Hey, let's test this out. Let's, you know, measure, see what's actually going on. See if this is something that we do need to start including more. Right. But even as you were doing it and you did mention this earlier in our interview, which I thank you for, you kept doing your long form content while you were testing this new thing. And, you know, that, that person that came to you who said, you know, my previous coach who I hired a year ago said, just commit to just Instagram for a year. And, you know, I probably visibly cringed when you said that because I very much don't like the, all your eggs in one basket situation. And even when I'm testing something new, you know, I am, for example, you know, Instagram's been less of a good platform for me over this last year. And since I've been carefully watching numbers, I've said, you know, maybe I need to move my bulk over to LinkedIn, but I didn't leave Instagram when I did that. And, and I think that's where a lot of people, they, they kind of miss the point of the, the study. The study isn't to say, don't do any short format content. The study is to say, you better look at your objectives and see if they're aligning with the actual results that you're seeing. Yes. Yes. So true. It's really easy to get stuck in that trap you just identified of, well, I'm getting results, but the results are hearts, likes, comments, views. Is that really the result that you're wanting in your business? Usually it's income, not, not the likes on Instagram. So you have to really align that with your objective. Well, I have one last question for you. Have you gotten any bad feedback from the study? Any flack that's kind of arisen? Yes. Well, I have been surprised because we shared it far and wide. I'm in a group, one group alone that I teach in has over 800 members. So it went in there, uh, went to our email list of around 6,000. And then it's going out, just getting shared around the internet and haven't had anything negative. I'm really surprised. Like I thought we'd at least have like one person who has their stake on short form, really not liking this, but it's not happened. It's not happened at all. If anything, we've We've heard the opposite. People like you that are like, thank you for finally giving me some proof that I can go and share and share with my clients or my list. And it's been a tool that content marketers and business owners and marketers in general can use to share and help educate and inform their clients. Like up until that study, we even had some prospects that my team was having trouble educating. These prospects were so starstruck by Instagram reels. They were like, well, I don't think I need Julia's program. I think I'm just need to get on the reels. <laughs> and my team was like, no, no, no. Like the, if you bank everything on Instagram reels and this guy had a goal of building industry authority 
So that was his goal. We were like, definitely not only do that. So it was a solution even for my team because they needed something to share with prospects that were starstruck by the idea of short form content. Because there's definitely a, I think a misnomer out there, a misrepresentation created by a lot of the influencers where it looks so easy. It looks so easy to get viral, to get views, to get likes, to get followers. But what does that really get you as a business owner? And that's the missing message. So I'm really glad we added that message into the mix. And so far, knock on wood, nothing negative. I've been surprised. That's impressive. I figured you were going to have a, a bit of a horror story there. So. Yes, I know. It's been nothing but like, thank you from people. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. Humanity's like shining in a nicer way there. <laughs> yes, exactly. It hasn't hit the trolls yet. So I'll talk to you when they do find it. Okay. <laughs> well, Julia, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for sharing with us. And again, thank you for taking the time to actually put this together. I know that you know, you put a lot of work into not just the content that you produced over the last year, because of course we all understand that's work, but, you know, actually tabulating everything and publishing it in a really easy, easy digestible way. Oh, great. Well, thank you, Brittany. I've really enjoyed being on your podcast and shout out to you and all the people that listen to you. They should keep listening. You share some good stuff. Uh, If people are interested in Content Hacker, what's the easiest way for them to get in touch with you? contenthacker.com is like my it's my long form hub the place where I share my podcast my blog everything that will help you just take that next step into that world of creating content to grow your business and um, you can follow me on Instagram Julia E. McCoy Twitter as well same name and YouTube Julia E. McCoy well thank you yes thank you for having me Brittany this was fun All right. So if you were one of those people at the beginning of the episode that felt very seen by the observation I made from another person in a group call this morning, you now have some sort of justification to try different kinds of marketing. What that will look like for you, I don't know exactly. Maybe it means you're doing long form video lives. Maybe you're only going to be doing blogging and then using portions of that blog to redistribute. There's a ton of options. If you need help with some of those options, hop on over to the show up system on my website, brittanygardner.com. It will help you determine exactly which template flow works for your particular content system. If you need actual strategizing help, I'm always here for that as well. Same thing, brittanygardner.com. Let's set up a time to call, chat, and go over what's going to work best for you. Until next week, friends. All right, friends, you know the drill. If you found value from this episode, there are two things you can do to thank me. The first is share it with a friend. If you enjoyed this episode, you learned something from it, odds are you know somebody who needs to hear this message. I do truly believe that a rising tide lifts all boats. And if you help that friend with something that they need to do, we're going to have less crappy marketers out there, which means less scams, and we get to help more people in those ways that we uniquely are meant to help them. The second thing you can do is leave a rating on whichever podcast app you are listening to the show on right now. Doing that helps me reach more people, getting again, this same great information out there, and we all make a better, happier, effective, and ethical world as a result. Thanks so much. See you next week.